0: Joyce, can I call you instead? Hi, welcome back to Can I Call You Instead? where we talk about things in which texting just won't do. We're your hosts. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Joyce. And today on our show, we're going to talk about our first luxury handbag purchase. So before we get started, uh, I guess we can just talk about how our day went today. Yeah, because this is like the first ever episode after our trailer that we yeah. released yesterday. Um, I guess to celebrate, I picked up some bubble tea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Joyce got a very interesting one. Hey, I, I thought it was pretty popular because all my friends were telling me to try it because I have never gotten Taro bubble tea ever in my life either until like two months ago. When my friend was like, have you been living under a rock? It's the best flavor there is. And so I picked up Taro Smoothie with tapioca. And it actually tastes really good. What is the texture? Because when I got it, it was like a bit mushy. So it's it's a smoothie, but it tastes more like a slush. Oh, yeah, and is like... it like the Taro Milk Tea taste? I've never tried tar- Taro Milk Tea. I think you should try Taro Milk Tea from like Cocoa. Cocoa is like a local Vancouver... Taiwanese bubble tea place from Asia that we have. Oh, it has a cat as its mascot, Yeah, right? and then Coco, I like their um, Taro Sago oh, milk tea. Very good. That sounds good. Yeah. I like really Sago. And um, I just picked up my... Well, we, I, I picked up bubble tea from Cha Time, and I just got my normal go-to roasted milk tea with grass jelly. Um, and yeah, but I think... I was very curious when you told me you wanted that on the menu. You were very (laughs) blatantly. You did not hide it at all. You're like, really? (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Interesting. Well, I'm very straightforward, (laughs) if you haven't noticed. Um, But I guess, how was your day today? It was good. I just went to work. Um, really didn't do much otherwise. And then right before coming to Lorraine's home, because this is where we film our podcast, I just picked up a second mic because I'll be moving to Hong Kong in January. And so we'll be doing remote mm-hmm. uh, recording. So we wanted to be able to have all of our gear ready and to test it out before, you know, actually yeah, it. And I went to the Apple store and got um, a very interesting and cool adapter today yeah. where we're able to record on our phones yeah. in case um, anything happens. We are be able to record on the go. Um, and yeah, it was actually really interesting going to the Apple store today because I finally saw the new iPhones oh, nice. and I played around with like the iPhone mini. It's actually so adorable. Oh, oh the, the one yeah. Stevie was? Yeah, wow. it was very adorable. And I, and I was telling Joyce earlier because I was debating between the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max mm-hmm. and thank goodness I did not get the iPhone 12. <laughs> it was gigantic. Like a mini iPad, right? It was so heavy and oh, because heavy I heavy too? Yeah, because I think you know how the new edges is very like clear cut yes I feel like if I dropped that thing on my face oh. it would hurt it would me hurt. it would bruise you probably so much yeah but it was like I mean I tested out the quality of the camera and and it's like very similar to the pro mm-hmm. like for me I'm not an avid photographer I yeah. can't really notice the difference so mm-hmm. I'm sure if you're like an avid photographer you would find the pro max better right but like you, you saw the photos I took like when I was in Tofino yeah, right it was really, it was really nice. good like very especially clear. the videos so good very High definition, yeah. yeah. Compared to the phone that I put in the wash, mm-hmm. this one was a much bigger Great. Oh, even FaceTiming you, yes, I look was... much more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there was such a stark difference when you FaceTimed me on your phone and on your laptop. Yeah, my laptop. Yes, I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, but I look prettier, I guess on my phone. Yeah, it was I don't know It, was just, it just blurred out, you know, your improv- I don't know, it was just weird, right? Yeah, it just like it just made me like It was like a natural filter. Yeah, on you, it made yes. me like but that's why like one time I was playing around with my friend's Samsung phone mm-hmm. and then they had like a beauty function cuz you know like people in Korea, I'm sure like their phones are oh, yes. more advanced yes. in like the selfie arena compared yes. to iPhones. So I put on the phone and literally looked like I was like an asian model because like my skin was so smooth like and then my eye sharpened my jaw like my eyes were bigger it was like intense oh i know i and then there's like apps for it too right yes because my friends were using it too and i had no because i don't even really use instagram so i had no idea what it was but it was like snow right snow app i've not used that one but i think i know what you're talking about it makes you look super cute and you have ears and stuff and then filters out your face like your skin's like super clear that's not clearly you have pimples on your forehead (laughs) (laughs) it's called stress okay (laughs) i'll be very excited to see how you look in this snow app (laughs) This is comeback for you for making me talking about diarrhea yesterday. I was actually curious. I wanted to know what it's like to be lactose you intolerant. definitely know what it's like because no. I've shared with you. You were so ambiguous. You're like, I had to let it out. But like, what does that mean? Yeah. And you had to force me to say the word diarrhea <laughs> yeah. on the first ever trailer. So this is comeback to you, Joyce. Okay. Anyways, let's go back to our main topic. This is something both <laughs> of us are very avid and very, very passionate about. Yeah. And just to give a brief disclaimer, I guess, um, we don't want to sound snobby anyway. Yes. This is just something that we both really enjoy. Yeah. We both make our own money to purchase these yes. things. And it's just kind of like a unique hobby. And recently, like speaking, like I've shared with Joyce too, like I've been getting a lot into like vintage purchasing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! She literally just checked her out. With her pimples on the back of her phone. She's very, very cautious for pimples. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so um, we thought that we would talk about our first ever luxury handbag mm-hmm. first, and we have a list of few other things that we felt like it would be good to talk about mm-hmm. um, just on this topic as it's one of our deep, one of our favorite deep passions yeah I feel like we can go on about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah because sometimes when we text and we talk about yeah. a bag we literally go like on, on and on on. yeah, yeah. just talk but, about everything about yeah, it but, so hopefully we can help anybody who's maybe looking for it to purchase shed some knowledge shed some knowledge and if you're interested in this topic mm-hmm. let us know we're definitely interested yeah. in talking about more in the future it'll be a common interest for i us. know so what was your first luxury handbag purchase with my own money yes okay because we remember we gotta like <laughs> right, right, right. Gotta be, this is what my boyfriend always tell me gotta be strong independent, independent. woman <laughs> okay my first ever luxury handbag purchase was probably my chanel wallet on chain Ooh, yeah that was my first like ever. the classic one yeah the classic one with caviar leather and then silver hardware oh nice and then i purchased that in toronto and i was super picky about it i wanted it to be made in france um, and i some people don't know that because some people are like oh they don't know that even chanel makes it in italy and france yeah it, italy france so for some bags it's made in italy france and spain mm-hmm. and honestly while i'm sure craftsmanships are like really good for all of these locations no matter where it's made i think for me it was it was just that i had a fixation towards maintaining true to the Chanel French heritage. Like Coco Chanel. Yeah, the origin. So I really wanted it to be made in France. So I hunted for it. Um, and then luckily Toronto had it. So I just went in and I purchased it. Was and it at a boutique in a mall or? It was at the Chanel boutique on Bloor Street. Oh, so the actual standalone one? Yeah, the actual nice. standalone one. And yeah, I love it. I Even to this day, I use it all the time and I travel with it. It's mm. the most versatile mm-hmm. and most like, compact piece that I have that I can travel with. Um, And it fits a lot for, like, much more than it looks. Yeah. I showed you a picture of how much my walk Oh, yeah, Isn't that crazy? You stuffed, like, sunglasses in. Sunglasses in. in. I could fit hand sanitizer, lip balm, car keys, wallet. Yeah. I have one, too, which I got. But you don't use that much. I Well, also because I didn't bring it to... Oh right. Um. With me to, cause currently we're house watching for my boyfriend's parents, so I didn't bring that bag with me. Also because that's like kind of more to me. It was like my going out bag mm. because whenever like you would go out, yeah, like, you know, like you, you need just, a crossbody, you need a crossbody hands free bag. I know, and then but that bag, like you said, why I like it is also because it's versatile because mm-hmm. the chain you can actually use it in multiple different yeah, ways. Like five used, ways. Yeah, I've used it as a clutch. Mm-hmm. A shoulder bag, cross body. short shorten the chain. Short and chain two ways because, like, one is inside yeah. and one is outside. And, and then I. Just on your handbag yeah, as well. Yeah. So- yeah, and I got I have one too, but I have oh, the, and people use it on your uh, waist. waist. Yes, yes, waist that's a, yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I got my Chanel Walk too. Um, I think it was in. It was my actually my first Chanel bag. Wasn't oh. my first. Wasn't my first luxury bag purchase, which I'll talk about in a bit. But I got it at the Horan fru Chanel boutique location. Mm. It was caviar leather. Mm. Um, it was the darker silver brass hardware the boy version oh. so it's the diagonal one with the boy because to me the classic one looked a bit too girly for me because I'm not that girly if you you're not girly <laughs> at all <laughs> thanks <laughs> so it may it was cooler mm, yes more like more chic yeah cooler yeah. um but my first luxury handbag purchase by myself um, this is actually a really interesting. One. Okay, by myself, I would say it was the Saint Laurent Sac du Jour in Nano. Oh, that's a really cute bag. Wow. Yeah, it was in a grayish color, gray, topy gray color, oh. and I got it at the Saint Laurent boutique here in Vancouver. Um, for for a Christmas gift for myself. I have eyed that bag, no kidding, for, like, five years. Really? For the longest time ever, and everybody... Where did you get it? I think it was when I was, so, four or five years ago. Okay. I didn't actually start buying handbags until, like, I was in my early 20s. 20s, So, Mm -hmm. I, like, this was maybe when I was, like, 21. Okay. So, four or five years ago, um... And I've been... Because that bag came out many years ago. Yeah. It wasn't recent. But I've always wanted... And my One of my really close friends um, that was made of honor to her wedding, she actually got the same bag in black when it just came out. Mm. And I was obsessed. It's really pretty. But then back then, we were in high school, and I just could not justify paying, like, $2,300 for that bag. I was mm-hmm. just like, it doesn't make sense. But I, like... It was like, I needed it. And I was just like, I, I have to have it. And it just, like... It was just, like, stuck on me. So... I, I saved up after my first job and I got it for Christmas for myself. And honestly, I do not recommend that bag to everyone. I think for me, it was because I really liked everything about it. I still wear it all the time. Um, didn't bring it to here with me, but then... Do you still have it? I do. I do. I didn't sell it or anything, but, um... The two things I would say that I'll be cautious to people who are thinking about it is that there's no zipper, so it's just an opening. Mm-hmm. So if you're traveling, you got to be careful because people can literally pick it out of your purse, your mm-hmm. wallet, or anything. Um, and the leather, I got the smooth calfskin. Oh. It is a bit... Um, bad idea. But it looked nice, Okay does it really yeah I think that I think caveat or like grain leather looks better I didn't like the grain leather one because it looked a bit cheap in my opinion mm. and the embossed um lettering was mm-hmm. silver and I wanted gold oh so it was like very specific and mm-hmm. I was debating between that color or the black one and then I realized I was like this is probably for me like a fun unique bag because I've wanted it for a long time I didn't want it in black mm-hmm. Um so I got a great Toby color which is a great choice for the fall and it actually fits a lot but it's just like it's a good like city bag. Mm, it, yes. I, you wouldn't travel you with You cannot travel with that. It's just I actually practical. did bring that bag to Miami with me though. Miami really? Yeah. You would bring that bag? I did. Look <laughs> great with my outfits. But yeah like that so that was my first ever luxury handbag. Do you still use it to this day? Yes. Oh you do? I've haven't I've only sold two bags. Oh. One is like a Makage one, a very oh, right. cute walk looking one, which I got in Toronto when I was traveling one year. Um and I think I sold a tote of some sort. Oh really? Many, many years ago. Mark Jacobs one. And you, you also sold your little Jacques Mousse Yes. Neck Neck neck, neck coin. Okay, per- that is a dumb purchase. Okay, oh, but that... After selling it, I still made money. Because okay. I got it on sale. Like, deep, deep markdown. Right. Oh, yes. Okay, but you said my Jacquemus Le Chiquito bag was dumb purchase. That was a dumb purchase. A neck coin pouch. I actually look really good. I, I, I actually wore that purse to a... Coachella, Trav- right? No, I wore it oh. to a Travis Scott concert. Oh, really? I looked really hip, okay? <laughs> Compared to... All the other girls and boys in my brother's young teenage years, I look pretty (laughs) hip. I wore a black blazer with biker shorts and black booty heels with that little purse wrapped around my hands. Oh. Cute, right? Just imagine. I look pretty hip. Wait, Travis got concert this year? Uh, no. Oh. Like, because I was like, last year. 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 Oh, I was there. Really? Yeah. Wait, I was like on the... If you award this at the stage, I was like at the left. I was on the floor. Mm. Mm. I didn't want to be on the floor. I wanted to go I wanted to go on the roller coaster. Not me. <laughs> but yeah, I was not chosen. Anyways. <laughs> um, so what was your favorite handbag in all of your collection? My favorite handbag? I think it's gonna have to be my chanel mini rectangle in chevron Mm. i picked that up when i was in paris and it's probably my most used bag ever because Mm. on a daily basis you know i don't carry that much stuff yeah i carry very minimal stuff so that bag is the most practical and perfect size for me opposite from me i know you i don't know what you carry so we both have the chanel o case and hers is at least 10 pounds. No, mine is like a dumpling. <laughs> yeah. It's so heavy and mine is like a pa- one paper. It's so thin. I carry just my I carry I don't know what. I don't know what you carry inside. Maybe we we'll can talk about that later. What are you carry in your bag? Like what's in your Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, but my favorite handbag in my collection um, I think it would have to be the Chanel. Okay, you actually use it. You beat it to death. Um, I got it. I got. I got. It was so. It was very lucky. One about two uh two years ago, I was shopping at the boutique in Vancouver again with my really good friend, and she had it. Mm. She had the Cruise collection, so I had the dangly little oh, art the gar- garments um, on it, which was very very cute. And then I asked my sales. I was like, Do you happen to have just a classic silver hardware caviar leather? And literally, when she brought that box, I knew she searched for it. There was dust. Oh, right? She was like, I found one. Oh. And she was like, this was probably from like many seasons ago that mm. we just didn't sell. Oh, But so you she, got it. I got it. She showed me, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, wow. And that's why it was a really good purchase because for me... I'm a clutch person. Yeah, a lot of people are not clutch people. Mm-hmm. I think I've kind of converted you to be a yes. clutch person. Yes, I just really like the idea of putting. It just makes me feel safe, like under your arm, right? It makes me feel safe, and yes. I can hug it. I've gone out with it. Mm-hmm. Fifth, tons of stuff. It does. And the bag itself is very light. It is. And that's and, why I like it. And it's perfect for travel when you put it inside a tote. So I use when I travel, I used to put like my passports, everything inside, and I would put it inside my tote oh. with my laptop and everything. And I just take my tote, but then it's safe because there's like the zipper. Right. And that's all like all of your secure kind of belongings that's what i do now actually i put the tote inside my work tote. yeah i put like the the clutch inside my work tote Mm -hmm. and i love it it's and then when after work if i'm going out for dinner or like running errands and i just use it right away yeah yeah just take the clutch it's actually perfect but you got it like you got it two years ago two years ago two years ago and how much did it go up in value because chanel bags go up in price every year it's a good investment to get it early i I paid 1200 for mine 1200 and I paid how much at 14, four, f- 14 1450? 1450, yes. So it went up 200. So like roughly $250 in two years. Yes. It's not a big amount, but then no. for this bag, because it was on the lower price end for their products. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, if you were to look at their classic flap, mm-hmm. I think the classic, like the medium mm-hmm. after tax in Canadian dollars. It's 9000 right? Yeah, yeah it's $9,000. Like, but. Yeah, it's insane. Cause, it's insane because I remember when I have like the medium that I have when I purchased it when I was seventeen. I think it was it was like five thousand. I think it was probably less than that. Yeah, like, like now four or five grand. Yeah. yeah. Now that's nine thousand. It's just insane. It is. But then that it's resale value value goes up, mm-hmm. so you actually don't lose. Like that's why um that's I think why certain brands are really good for it as like they're quoted as investment investments yes 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 because yes. you um, make your money back yeah so what are the top investment brands do you think Hermes for sure Hermes Chanel Chanel is that about it what well else? to me those are the only two in my I think opinion so. that would also because I did work at an Hermes boutique yes. for about a year so I did learn a lot about their culture um their product their craftsmanship the technique of making a birkin why it costs so much mm-hmm. the story behind all the silk like there is a reason why they're successful it's because it's actually the amount of detail that you get with amount of work that was put into a specific piece even just like a kelly bangle or like a kelly bracelet you are able to see like wow like people actually like use a lot of effort to learn how to even make one and mm-hmm. it's hand stitched for their bags, right? Mm-hmm. Handmade. Takes a few months for somebody to make something. So, yeah, I think it's, for those two brands, in my opinion, would be the most investment-worthy. I think it, so, too. It retains its value well, yeah. no matter if it's vintage. And it's hard to get. Oh, incredibly hard. Yeah. I think even... um. Nowadays, Chanel classic pieces are yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you have to be on a waiting list. Yeah, yes. Or like you might not get like for example, if you were super su- specific with what you wanted, you might mm-hmm. not get exactly what you. Yeah. Yeah. Even the O case. Yeah. I was on a wait list. You were on for, a wait list? Yeah. 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 But you finally it was I, it wasn't a long wait list. Two it weeks, was... two three weeks. No. Oh, it was like a month at a least. Month. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't remember. Anything. One to two months. Um. What is your most used handbag? My most used handbag. Yeah, the Chanel mini rectangle. Mm. I think I I used it at least three times a week last year. Mm, That's worth it. Yeah. So actually that when you calculate how many times you use cost per use, so it's actually worth it. Yes. I used it at least three times Mm -hmm. um, a week and Mm -hmm. it was perfect. I loved it. And also the chain on the mini rectangle, you can use it in many different ways as well. So it's a very versatile piece and I love traveling with it as well. Yeah. Because it was quite compact. Mm -hmm. How about you? What's your most used bag in your collection? Um, I can't say all time because I actually don't remember. (laughs) But let's just say this year. It probably is my Fendi baguette. I knew it. Every time we hang out, you use it. It's okay. That bag. Story is... I paid a ridiculous price for it. You really did. I made $1,000 in resale value in less than a year. I know, which is insane. I literally had to... Because I keep all my receipts and all my everything. So I literally could not believe it, that it was $1,000 more than what I got. So I literally flipped through the box... To find it. Found the dust bag. And then, like, opened the receipt. I was like... And I literally, I was like, rubbed my eyes. Literally. Like, metaphorically. I was like, oh my goodness. And it really... Yeah, it was a thousand dollars less than what's the prices right now. That's insane. I did. I think it's also because that bag became really trendy. Yes, and the vintage ones are coming back so quick, so yes. they had to make a real lifetime one, right, to make sure it's like beating the trend. Because, or there like, there's like the vintage one. Like for example, it's only shoulder. There's no crossbody. Oh, right. I have a. I have a crossbody. And you also have the original Fendi logo, logo. on yours. Yeah, with yeah. The- original colorway too yes, which yes, is why I feel yes. like yours was a really good one I like mine too I mean people can judge saying that why did you pay so much money for like a canvas like a cloth if you wanted to call it not leather mm-hmm. but to me like it's so classic mm-hmm. you can't miss it yes. <laughs> whoops that was my dog barking why don't we take a break okay. and come back <laughs> in one minute <laughs> Okay, now we're back. And for the last question on today's episode is we're gonna discuss something that's forward looking <laughs> and exciting for twenty twenty one. Okay, if you're that optimistic, <laughs> what is the next handbag on your wish list? I feel like you know this one. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, which one is it? Joyce wants a black mini Kelly. Yes in gold hardware yes and it's the one that's like the pebbly leather yes yes nailed it (laughs) the togo leather yes that's on that's been on my wish list for i think two years now and it's honestly impossible to find because with hermes you need to spend the equivalent Mm -hmm. of that amount um in other goods before the sales associate would even offer you and not just any good yes like gotta, gotta buy like Play. Like, it's homeware. Shoes, clothes. Ready you have to, 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 like, show them that you are actually an Hermes. Um, person like yes. a, a customer that appreciates everything yeah, that the, the craftsmanship br- the brand like you there's brand loyalty exactly yes and you got to find the same person yes. and shop oh, with them right usually it takes i would say two to three months for somebody to shop with someone before they offer you a Birken or kelly oh two to three months yeah that's not bad but you shop the like the, sh- the shorter amount of time means right. that the more you need to spend like oh. somebody might take six to eight months. Right. Or a year. Depending on how much you purchase. Right. But I've 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 learned, I've heard that in like places like Las Vegas, Hawaii it's easier. It's easier. Um, if you go to the Hermes store in Paris and you line up, sometimes you get lucky. That's what I heard too. With the Paris store, I think they make an exception where you don't actually have to be on a wait list or yes. you have to purchase the same ama- because, amount. Because like, it's impossible that yeah. for example, when you when we are allowed to travel, you it's like you, you can't drop that much money in a one day. Exactly. So a lot of people line up um very early in the morning before, right before those- the open, I heard, yes. And um, if you're lucky, you might find something. I know. When I was in Paris, I should have lined up at Hermes Yes. But I guess you weren't into it as much back then when you were in Paris? No. And I bought yeah, cuz I bought a Goyard and a Fendi and a Chanel mm. But I should have gotten it. Had I known cuz now I haven't been back to Paris since and I don't think COVID will, you know, allow us to travel there anytime soon. Yeah. So that's why when you said 2021, I was like, "Hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> a little optimistic choice." Well, when you're in Hong Kong, maybe you can build a relationship. I think so. And ask a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently, what you said, it's easier, it's right? It's easier, or not easier, but it's just... A higher likelihood. A higher likelihood when a guy comes in to ask for something. Maybe it's just me. My guy clients came to ask me for stuff. I was more lenient to... Really? The- like, you were more inclined to give them a because, Kelly? Well, we didn't have Birkin or Kelly's at my store in Vancouver, because we are at the airport. But... Mm-hmm. um. I don't know if it's legal that I can disclose about this customer. Well, I won't share who he is. Right. But there was a customer that I used to help. He mm-hmm. used to always fly the cafe airline from Vancouver to New York mm-hmm. every other week. And he was my customer because I worked the late night shift. Right. And he would come to the airport um, and then text me in advance. And I would prepare basically all the ready-to-wear for him. Mm-hmm. And he would usually just get a bunch of suits, sweaters, dress pants, shoes for his trip or his visit to New York for business. Um, And, okay, maybe this is the case because, like, he always shot with me. So one time he came in and he was like, I need to get a Constance. Mm -hmm. And Constance at the time in our location was a pretty top priority bag already. It was not like anybody could get it. Lindy's, too, back then. So because he was, I knew for sure, 100%, he was a loyal and knowledgeable. and I was actually kind of worried back then I was like whoa what if I offered him this ugly color with this leather that he like a, a box leather or like a, that when he wanted togo and and he wanted Clemence instead like what if I offered him the like the wrong leather like we he not shop with me anymore <laughs> so um, I offered him a constance right away and he got it like he didn't even ask he was just like oh what, what is the color like is it is it the season's color he was like hardware I was like oh it's blah 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 and so like, okay let's do it Oh, over the phone? No, like in person. Oh, in person. You can't do okay. over the phone because it's at the airport, okay, right? Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I mean like my mail, like my mail customers, and there were like Asian male customers that would come, that would fly the Vancouver to Shanghai flight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they were just they were just regulars, and because I was able to speak Mandarin, mm. it was a great asset for right. me. I would say to build relationships. And the funniest thing was one time. This was so weird. One time, someone tipped me oh really yeah like they did you accept it me. well I didn't because oh. I don't want to get in trouble right he took me like 100 bucks oh which I didn't know what it meant at that point <laughs> I did not accept it but then I was like I literally went home like I was telling my mom I was like someone tempted me t-. I was like was I selling like I was just like serving him food I was telling him like expensive leather goods <laughs> he just <laughs> did me um at one time there was a very nice customer he got which I did not take either oh. but he brought me like a really nice jade bracelet oh yeah like a jade bracelet yeah like he just handed it to you he was like thank you so much for your help oh because also I helped him that year because for Chinese New Year he needed so many gifts and I was le- I only helped him that night and I packed I probably had to wrap 80 to 100 boxes he bought that many well, goods? well yeah like he got small things oh. like ties oh he probably got like 50 60 ties just oh. for his I guess employee employ, employees at his company okay and ties are like two hundred dollars 180 one eighty one eighty I think tax free no tax so he got a bunch of those and some silk so I literally had to tie like the box. Oh wow that's so generous of him. Yeah so he so he 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 came back mm-hmm. a few months later and gave, offered you a jade bracelet. I did not take that. Probably what did was, you say? Thank you, but I'm No, good. I just say so sorry. I'm like, we can't, can't accept gifts. And he, I guess he understood. I was like, thank you very much. I was like, your support means a lot to me. I was like, just come back and find me. <laughs> you know, so it was, it was good. Yeah. And so now what's your next handbag on your wish list? So funny enough, I actually don't own a Chanel Classic flap. Oh. Um, I have never really had the urge to buy one. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought it would suit me. Right. But like we mentioned previously, with how much the value has increased, I have been eyeing on the vintage market for um a Chanel vintage classic flap that's around my age. So oh, I wanna buy one. That's, that's- twenty six years old. Or like 26, 27 or like around, like I want to buy something like that. Well, back then, y'all, did you know that the hardware was actually if you buy gold hardware, it's, it's a real gold, twenty four k gold. Yeah. Gold. yeah so gold. I have, I have a re, I have a vintage, um, uh, I guess a seller or like vendor that I that I kind of um found which where I got my her bag from right um so I've asked her to hopefully source one for me in Japan to see if she can find one for me that's around my age oh and did she give you a quote on how much it might be um she said it would between it would be between four thousand to five thousand that's actually really good well it's old but depending on the condition the condition. condition and if the label um, ear tag is still on, mm-hmm. um, and if it has a card, yeah, like, these are hard. all, like, um, these would all add to the value mm-hmm. of how much the bag is worth, essentially. And how, like, polished is the hardware, are there any creases? Like, for me, I don't mind getting one that's vintage, but... I just thought that if I wanted a classic flap, I'm not gonna go in the store and get one for nine thousand yeah. dollars. So if I wanted to make it meaningful, I had the request that I wanted something that was around my age, so I can have something that was same age as me. That'd be really special, especially with the Chanel classic. Yeah. So I just that that's how I think which I want my next. Um, Handbag on my wish list to be, but And how's that going? Did your like, um so I gave you? her 20% down for okay. her to search? Oh. She takes it away and then she would come back to me within three or four weeks. Okay. And if she doesn't find anything, she can ask me two questions basically. Like, do you want me to continue to search for you? Or do you want me to return you down? Mm. So Fingers crossed, hopefully by the end of 2020, I hear back. Oh, so in less than four weeks. Yes, so if something she finds, hopefully it's something... Also, like, she'll have to show me, and if I really do like it, I'm sure she will not find me, like, a crappy one. Yeah. but yeah, the other day she she found a white one. Oh, very beautiful gold. Oh. But I cannot wear a white no, bag. No, because those for white bags, there's color transfer. Yeah. And I wear a lot of dark colors. Yeah, clothes. So it's just not worth it for you. Yeah. It doesn't suit your lifestyle. Yeah. So um that is my next one on my wish list. Take us on your journey. So yes. It's gonna be happening really soon in if it's less than four weeks. Yes, but it'll take another month for it to ship over because if she gets it, yeah, yeah. update us. I will. All right. Um I think that's it for today on this episode. Um that wraps up our first episode, I guess first after ever. um episode on this podcast. Can I call you instead? And um we are hoping to release weekly episodes yes. moving forward. That's our current um cadence for now. Yes. So the next episode will be next week sometime, but we will update our Instagram with when we're going to post it. Yes. We're trying to find a best schedule. Also, because Joyce is moving to Hong Kong, so we're going to find something that suits and works out. For both of us. For both of us. Mm -hmm. One of us will have to wake up early or stay late, so maybe we can rotate. (laughs) I wake up early every day. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. What is that in Vancouver time? Oh, Right. It's, what's the time difference? Eight hours? I think so. Something right, yeah. Or nine, no, nine hours, right? Nine hours? I think so. You're ahead. Yeah, I'm ahead. I think we can, make, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. We'll but make it work. Uh, expect something next week for yes. our next episode. I think we might be talking about our first date. Yes, favorite, favorite first date or first, our first date. We'll talk about our favorite first date idea. Maybe. Okay, yes, yes, yes. To reminisce when <laughs> Joyce was not single, <laughs> and when you went on your first ever di- first date. Yes, that will be a very long time. So we'll do some memory drawing, yes. and uh, make sure to follow us. Our Instagram handle is Can I Call You Instead? And yeah, we look forward to sharing our next episode with you guys next week. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.